1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. Now return to Tampa Bay's number one morning show, The Mike Calta Show. Seven twenty six on the Mike Calta Show. It's 1025 The Bone. If I could just throw this out there real quick. Templar, Templar, Templar. Templar, Templar, Templar. I have the nail in my desk every, every break. Every break, I literally have to pick up. Can you see this on Bone TV? I got it. I have a hammer right here. I have to hammer my microphone in before every break. I heard it this morning because whenever the uh, intro song is on, I yeah. let it run for a little while because you don't come on until a little bit later. Right. But uh, I potted it up, and all I heard was conk, conk, conk. I have the I have the hammer my uh, desk together. We just got to drill into the desk. I know. I don't have a drill. I yeah. mean, I'm sure I do somewhere. I don't know. My my goal is to really is to th- I have a goal to throw away so many things. My wife is really impeding my goals. She's I I had junk jockeys come over and I wanted to just throw everything out. Yeah. And it became but what about and then this, I go cool. Why don't you go in there and go and do? Well, I'm just saying. Oh, oh goddamn. <laughs> so uh, now we just have junk. And uh, I don't know where my drill is. <laughs> That's all we need. An can anchor, maybe? The can sure, you, Joe? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I can find the drill, Michael. But then you'll have to find the charger to make sure the drill is charged. Yeah, right. And then I'll go to Home Depot and I'll buy a new drill, which means I'll have like four drills. This yeah. is how I have four drills. I know. We should have cut a deal with Danielle and her feet to have her husband come oh. over and fix some stuff. Oh, oh I thought oh, you meant yeah. just have her feet yeah. hold the mic yeah. stand. Yeah. That's what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> oh, that, have her come over here. That too. Oh, man. I just got a text from Templar. What time are you going to be available today? <laughs> Perfect. Don't, I don't want to make you guys come all the way over here to drill a nail into the uh, into the desk. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure better. you could do it yourself, drilling a nail into the desk. <laughs> <laughs> you should be totally fine drilling. <laughs> Drilling yeah. a nail. Perfect. Into the desk. <laughs> Jesus. Galvin, before we get to news, <laughs> yeah. can we talk about the offer? The offer is oh. so good. Okay, oh. but okay, the offer is a TV show that we've talked about on this show before. It is about the making of The Godfather. Right. The Godfather, one of uh, arguably one of the greatest movies of all time, not just because of its subject matter, but the acting and the whole process and the the, uh, the follow of the family and the American dream and all that. It's 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 a great movie, and this is about how the movie came about uh, with Paramount and how it got made, and they release it on Paramount. Plus, right, Calvin? Yes. It, it actually, they had it for free, the first episode. Yeah. And the first episode was so good that I said, well, looks like I have Paramount Plus now. I got to buy this, too. Well, let me tell you what I did. Okay. I got home Saturday night after Little Dom's communion. Had a great night. My belly was filled with steak from Fleming's. And I thought, let me get into bed, turn the fan on, and watch the offer. Calvin texted me about it, that it was good. I was mm-hmm. excited to watch mm-hmm. it. In order to watch it, I had to, first I had to find it. Then I found out it was on Paramount Plus. Then I had to load Paramount Plus. Then I had to order Paramount Plus. By the time I got through the whole process and put the show on, I fell asleep in the first three minutes of it. Not because it wasn't good, just because it took me a half hour to get it. You know? I got to tell you, mine was so much easier. It actually uh, had the uh, offer, and I clicked on it, and they're like, it's on Paramount Plus, but you can watch the first episode free. So I watched it, and I'm like, all right, I want to watch the next episode. And then it just came up, and it said, you want to purchase Paramount Plus? And I said yes, and it just went through. I didn't. I had to go to had to go to a website and do all this. Stuff. So anyway, I'm in and I fall asleep and I don't and I'll watch it. I don't. And I'm like, goddamn, because I really wanted to see it. So the next day, I get an opportunity to sit down and watch it, 
and I watch it, and I am so happy to know that there's not just one, but three episodes available. Right. And, and I, I can, watch. I can already tell you what the greatest thing about it is, and you're going to say. My brother texted me during it and said, hey, have you watched The Offer? And I said, I'm in the middle of the third episode right now as we speak. That's how good it is. Everybody's watching it. Uh, you're going to say what? I, that I'm going to say what the best part is? Yeah, I, I wrote it down, and uh, Carmen's looking at it. What All is right, the on, best part? What are the best thing about the show so far? I wrote it down. So are they going to release well. more, like, an episode every yeah. week? Is that how it goes? Yeah. Okay. I wrote, I wrote down what I think was the best part, too. All right. Do you want to say on the count of three? No, you just say, and I'll show you the... The guy that plays Robert Evans. Robert Evans. Yeah, right that's what I wrote he down. Is phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. He is unbelievable. Now, that is the guy that was... His name is Matthew Good or Goody, because there's an E on the end. He's the guy that played... Uh, one of the superheroes from that movie with uh, Patrick Wilson, where they were, uh, whatchamacallit, the. Um, oh. The one with the big Don guy? No. The Watchman? Yeah, the Watchman. He was the guy that was, uh, like, super rich and handsome and had the oh, gold, yeah, had the gold yeah, wings. Yeah. I don't know what his name, what his character yeah, yeah, name yeah, was. Yeah, right, you're right. But he's the guy that plays. He plays Robert Evans. So, I mean, he's got the voice down. The voice. Like, he's English, that guy. Yeah, I mean, he nails it. It's so good. Listen to me, kiddo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and all that stuff. He's great in Robert there. Evans is a legendary Hollywood producer. He was a failed actor, and he was a legendary Hollywood producer, and he manipulated uh, Paramount and brought them back into being, uh, you know, the great the great um, movie company. Anyway, uh, he, he right. He really nailed uh, Robert Evans down. But what I at the same time, like, what would you give it on a scale of one to ten? The offer so far from what I've seen, yes, I'd give it a solid nine. Really? Yeah, I'm at like a six point five. Well, I've watched the all three episodes. So have I. But my problem is, is that it's so over the top. Like, like oh, they've got. What, I love it. Like in the very first, like ten seconds, they're walking through the lot, and there's a guy with the bakery, whatever. And the one guy says, to "The other guy, leave the cannolis." Yeah, I was like, "That's cool. that's great. I, I love little I, stupid it, stuff like that." It's very hokey, and it's very, um, it's it's like they've got Mario Puzo and um, Francis Ford Coppola, like two fat Italian idiots, like just, <laughs> yes. hey, goomba, you know, and they're just sitting around in tank tops and wife beaters, eating sandwiches, talking about it. The guy who plays Coppola is good, but Josh Gondelman would have been better. And, uh, they, the, uh, Puzo, they nailed it because Puzo was a fat Italian mess. He's and they great. Nailed him yeah, perfectly. he's great. Uh, Giovanni, Giovanni Ribisi is great in there, too. I think he's terrible. Oh, he's great. Oh, they, I, I think he's such a good actor. And unless he really nailed, uh, what uh, Columbo was really like, uh, I don't know, but he's just like such a, uh, you know who I am. I'm a g- 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 it's just so f- fake Hollywood mafia. It just, I don't know. Look, I'm enjoying it. I, I think Miles Teller is great. I, I think the the whole thing is interesting to watch. They're also cramming so much into one episode. Like they're trying to give you a backstory, a front story, a side story, all by introducing a character or somebody like trying to just. They're laying it all out as soon as possible. It's great and it's worth watching, but it's just too silly for me. It's too it's too hokey. Like like Miles Teller is so serious in his role and his and the role with his girlfriend and all that. That's really good. And then you get to the two fat Italians in the room together, right? A lot of stereotypes. It, it's not just stereotypes, but it's like 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 Francis Ford Coppola. They kind of capture his essence, and then Puzo they capture his essence, but they put the two of them together, and it's like. 
I don't know. It's, it's become silly as opposed to yeah. you got one of the most brilliant film creators ever, and you're you're jobbing him out. You're making him look like he's a, just a big dumb doofus. Uh, yeah, doofus. <laughs> so I don't know. And the, the Mario Puzo thing is good because I didn't really know the full story behind him. Is that he was struggling and he had to write The Godfather in order to make money. And you know that whole part of it is, I think, it's really entertaining. But yeah, look, it's great, and I'm going to keep watching it. And the fact that the new characters that are coming, like Brando's got to come in, and the guy who plays Al Pacino is fantastic, unbelievable, fantastic to the point where I was like, did they like make Pacino look young? Yeah, and do that or something? Yeah, he's really he's good. got the voice down. It's unbelievable. It's yeah. called The Offer. It's on Paramount Plus, and I will tell you, it's worth the $5 a month. Uh, I got to tell you, since I got Paramount Plus, because I got it for that, then I started watching uh, Mayor of Kingston. Yeah, Mayor that's of good. Kingstown. Mayor of Kingston, yeah. Uh, uh, that's really good. I like that. that. And then they, they were showing the um, the other one, the the Montana one, the 1883 or whatever mm, it is. Yeah. Um, it's, Paramount Plus has got some good stuff on it. For 5 bucks a month, it's worth the offer. I would definitely say to watch it. To see that guy do Robert Evans is worth, it's worth it. Yeah, it's worth he, the money. he really nails that. It's unbelievable how good he is. So, I can't wait for more of it. So I guess they'll show how like they didn't want originally didn't want Al Pacino didn't want, in the role in at all. Okay. They're already in that. So yeah. they show you the, the problem. The problem is that you have this the, the director who has a vision and what he wants to see. You have a producer who wants a director to have what he wants, but the producer has to go back to the to the Paramount, to the studio, and the studio is like, we want a movie star in there. Yeah. They wanted Robert Redford. They wanted um, James Caan. They wanted... Uh, De Niro. Uh, Ryan, Ryan O'Neill. Yeah, with De Niro, no. De Niro was... Well, Dick, keep in mind, De Niro and Pacino were new actors at the time. But I mean, uh, didn't De Niro audition for the first Godfather they all, movie? They all auditioned yeah. for different parts. Right. And De Niro auditioned for Sonny. They thought he was going to play Sonny. And they wanted Anthony Quinn for the... Uh, Which Marlon I thought would have been good. Yeah, I think he would have been great. He's a great actor, but who he's else also not say? Italian. That's what they were saying. You know. they were, who else did they say? It was Anthony uh, Quinn. They had a couple of names there that I thought were ridiculous. But then they Anthony Quinn. I was like, oh, that's actually pretty. That's actually pretty good. And the thing with with Brando was Brando was at the time the greatest actor, the top of the top. And they were trying to, you know, they wanted him. And they were like, how? No Wasn't way. the like the budget for the movie at the time like one of the biggest budgeted movies? It, it, no, I don't think it was only like a one point five million dollars. Right. I mean, I'm sure they expanded as the show goes on. But that's it, one of the reasons why they shot in Staten Island is because it was so cheap. Right. They were having him do a four million. They said four, $4 million, million all in everything. Yeah. So, which, you know, think about it now. And uh, there was, I remember they were talking about one other thing, and they're like, so and so. Oh, they were talking about the odd couple in $300,000. And they're like, we're not paying $300,000 for an actor yeah. for a movie now. Like, <laughs> nobody gets, you know, $8 million. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely an interesting. I feel bad for, you know, what I feel bad for is uh, my old agent friend, Ross Reback, who passed away. He was so into the Hollywood behind the scenes and how things worked out and loved the st- like the, part of the reason why I know a lot of the story is because he knew all about the Robert Evans and the Godfather and all that stuff and I know he would have loved to have uh, have watched this um, the other thing I want to point out is Tom Hanks his son Colin Hanks yeah how did he become older than Tom Hanks? <laughs> I don't know. I don't it's know. unbelievable yeah. how he looks he looks and acts older than Tom Hanks does. He's got to be in his forties, right? Maybe, maybe approaching forty, if not in his forties. Yeah, I mean, he is forty-four years old. Is he really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. I don't know. He just seems like a kid to me. But he, anyway, he's in it. He's good in it. He plays like a studio head. It's I, I enjoy it's it. Colin I, Hanks, not Chad Hanks, by the way. No, yeah, not, not Chad. Oh. White boy <laughs> summer is not it. <laughs> you know, Miles Miles Tower used to live in this area. 
Did he really? He went to Lacanto High School. No kid in Citrus County. Yeah, he's a good actor. He really not just in this. Like he's been good in everything he does, but he is, uh, and he's different in this. Right, he's not the same character and yeah. everything. Like he's doing like almost a different voice. Inside, he like sounds different and looks different and is acting different. Like he takes each role on yeah. differently, the guy, as opposed to some people who are like, "Oh, that's so and so playing the same character in this movie." The guy who he's playing, he really the guy who he's playing has a like a gruff voice, and he captures that in the in the show as a young version of him. Uh, Top Gun Two's this month. Oh, he's in that. Too? Yeah, he's, yeah, he plays yeah. Goose's son. Oh yeah, yeah little gander. I don't believe. That. <laughs> little Goose. I don't believe that's going to happen. Yeah, right. Well, I think it's May twenty seventh yeah. is the yeah, release we'll date. See. If it's May twenty seventh, they should be feed it, force feeding it to us right now. Yeah, I my feeling is Tom Cruise doesn't like this movie, and that's why it's not. It's, it's, well, they say COVID pushed it back. Is why? Yeah, COVID they, may have pushed they, it back, but they should be like, how long have we waited? For the movie to come out, first of all, we waited 30 years for it to come out, and then on top of that, it keeps getting pushed back, so now that they got a date, Tom Cruise should be out promoting the hell out of it. John, he- John Hamm is in it. Yeah. yeah. But wasn't he, like, um, videotaped being mean to the cast members on this one? Was yeah, it, was the one there Tom was Cruise? a thing where, well, he was telling everybody he has to follow the protocols. And yeah, stuff, right. because they were going to yeah. shut down production. He's right. Yeah. yeah. It's mean, his what money I- that goes down the drain. 100%, but that could have something to do with it, just because I- there's already bad press, like, all over it. Mm. So. The last trailer really sucked me in. Like, it, it looked really it good. Does, yeah. it, it, you want it to look like the first movie, and it does. Yeah, like, I, I want it to be good. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Oh, I, I love Kelly it. McGillis. It has the one girl, and she's like, we're the top of the top. Who's going to teach us? And then he comes flying yeah. between them. Uh-huh. Like, that's great. That's exactly what you want Maverick to do. I tried to show Top Gun to my kids. It does not hold up a pair. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. <laughs> like, they not, they're like, what is this? Why? Yeah. I can't get my son to watch. He hates movies. Yeah. He does not want to sit still for two hours. He does not want to watch a movie. I keep trying to tell him, like, maybe you remember the Titans, some sort of football movie or Varsity Blues. I mean, oh, like, he should love it. He did watch yeah. Varsity Blues. Yeah, Varsity Blues is great. We, I mean, did, we did a family movie night, uh, one of the nights, uh, but I got my son and my wife, all the all three of us, to watch a movie at the same time, which rarely happens. What we, was it? We watched the new Scream. Oh, oh how was it? Good? It was good. Yeah. Is it a reboot or a continuation? It's a continuation. Oh, okay. And it was good, but it's you know they say every ten years or whatever it is, somebody gets the ghost face mask and they start doing this and stuff. And, but it was really good because it's a lot of throwback to the yeah. old movies. Well, and Arquette's all in stuff. it. Uh, Arquette's in it, Courtney Cox is in it, uh, Nev Campbell's in it. Oh, you know, cool. so there's a lot of people from the old cast that are in it, but it's younger kids, and it's it, it was good. And, I mean, they really, the killings are really good. Yeah. Like, they show a lot of stuff. It, it is good. I, I liked it. I thought it was good. Right, and yeah, it it's good. It's definitely good has you guessing the whole time. You're like, okay. it could be this person. It could yeah. be that. And then that person gets killed, and you're like, it's not that. Who, who was it? <laughs> it was oh, me. No. It was oh, me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to spoil it. Yeah, spoil I'll, I'll watch it. Yeah. It was good. I liked it. All right. All right. Uh, it is uh, 7.41. Time to check in with Galvin. He's got today's news. Let's talk about the office. And now, <laughs> news with Galvin on the Mike Calter Show. Can, I, can I tell you what's, what's ruining the offer for me is how good winning time is. The Lakers show. Oh, so good. Right. But they're both the same type of show where they're doing fact and they're trying to jam a whole bunch of information into an hour's worth of show, Winning Time does that way better than The Offer is doing it. But how I do is, like it. How good is Larry Bird? 
Larry Bird's great. <laughs> Every so character, and Maddie Johnson's great. Uh, John C. Riley is. We really don't give him enough credit for being one of the great actors of our time because it, most of his stuff is comedic, but he's great. Well, it's so funny because my uh, buddy Kevin was like John C. Riley trying to do serious stuff. This was in some movie. I go, he's a serious actor. He didn't start yeah. goofing around until he met Will Ferrell. Yeah, like he was in a lot of serious movies where he was really good. Yeah, he's a great actor. He's just so good at being the goofy guy. Yeah. You know, really, that you see him as that all the time. I'm really into this Jerry Buss character that he's playing and i want to know how how accurate it is and how good he is and i said to my wife john c Riley just does such, he just has that magic i go he's a guy i'd love to interview and then i was like wait a second we have had him on the show before that's right and i forgot about that yeah I don't even know what he was promoting, but I remember we had him on the show. I remember because he the story that he tells about um, avocados and that uh, one some random woman was in line, I think, at the airport. And they were like, "Oh, you love avocados?" And he's like, "I do, I no. do love avocados." I don't remember that. Oh yeah, at all. yeah, yeah. No. Hilarious. How about, right, uh, how about yeah. the uh, portrayal of Jerry West? He seems like Jerry a real wreck, right? <laughs> he's like so he, mean. He's got to hate that. He's unless he's just like that. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the thing. I think he's so bitter. Yeah, and that's the thing. They they personify their characters so well that that even if they're not like you get Maddie Johnson's always happy Larry Bird's always mad uh, Jerry West is always a prick and and um uh, what's his name? Pat Riley's smart. You know, like, you know who each character is. Jabbar is always real oh, man, quiet. Militant. Yeah. Yeah. Cat- they do a great job with him, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's good. That's the winning time on HBO. I would definitely watch that. All right, Calvin, what do we have in news? Uh, today's news is brought to you by Pelt Shoes. Don't forget, Mother's Day is coming up on Sunday, so you want to get in there, stop into Pelt Shoes. You could get your mother in your life, whether it's your mother, your wife, whoever it may be, get them something nice from Pelt Shoes. You could either buy them some shoes or... Or they have gift cards, too, so it makes it a little bit easier for you. You can give them a gift card. When you stop into Pelt Shoes, whatever you're buying there, make sure you whisper my name, Galvin. Galvin. You're going to get 10% off your entire order. Pelt Shoes, a perfect fit. Uh, So Florida Governor Ron DeSantis promised Friday that the state will have a, quote, constitutional carry law at some point before he leaves office. The measure would most likely allow Floridians to carry firearms without a permit or required safety training. Uh, saying, quote, I can tell you, I can't tell you exactly when, but I'm pretty confident that I will be able to sign a constitutional carry into law in the state of Florida, DeSantis said during a news conference in Williston, Florida. I don't know. I, I don't that know how I feel about I this. Know. It, uh, it you doesn't. need to have training. Yeah, yeah. Let's just go open carry. Just yeah. but there six are, shooter right in the hip. Like there Texas. are a lot of states that have yeah. uh, here's, the here's, permitless. Uh, I mean, you're allowed to. Most people know you're allowed to have a gun now. You don't need a permit to, ha- to have a gun to keep it in your car to keep it in your house. You don't need a permit to do that. You do need a permit to carry it on you. And I, I, I think I'm all for the permitting. I really am. I know that may, may make some people mad. Mike, I, can I, I tell you right now? I had no idea that you could have a gun without having a permit. Oh yeah. You I have did. a gun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, okay. Shotguns, I thought, were in a different classification. Yeah. Whatever. But, like, I didn't know that uh, if I wanted to, I could just go buy a handgun and have yeah. it in my car. Yeah. yeah that's why. Oh, the, I didn't so know the, that. The idea is uh, if you have the the permit and you go and buy a gun, you leave with it. If not, you have to let it stay there for three days. So you're not going there hot-headed and buying a gun and going to commit a crime. So, yeah, you can go right now to uh, Shark Coast and buy a gun and wait and come back in three days and pick it up and... Uh, or if you had your permit, you could just leave the store with it, like I do. Carmen, uh, run the board. No, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, no. I mean, it looks like there's 22 states that have that uh, 
that law. permitless law? Permitless carry. Yeah, and, and, you know, in some places I think it makes sense, like in uh, Alaska. and all, Look, I, I, I know you gun guys are probably like, oh, how could you do that? I'm just saying there's, I'm thinking of the less responsible people. I'm thinking of the uh, hot-headed people. I'm thinking of the people that you should have to have some sort of training. I mean, the you have 18-year-olds. You have to take a class to drive a car. Sure. Because that... you have to know how to operate the car, and you should know how to operate the, the, the weapons. Right. Rarely do we hear crazy stories of things happening in Florida. So, uh, yeah. you know, out of all the states. But you, like But like, think about it. You Think of your son, Gio, and my son. My son at 18 years old should not be able to walk into a place buy a gun and, and just carry it around. With no I, type I don't want, of training yeah. or safety or anything. And I'm not no. saying that he shouldn't be able to have one, but he shouldn't be able to just go ahead and do that willy-nilly yeah. like that. There should be some responsibility and accountability and some training that goes in with it. And that's just, that's how I feel. And I understand why uh, DeSantis, you know, he knows who he's pandering to. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. He knows who he's appealing to. <laughs> oh, no. um, but I, I, I don't, I'm not fully for this one no. at all. It grabs headlines, man. That's I, what Definitely what grabs about. headlines, yeah. Listen, you got... You got a guy who's got a desire, I think, to be president, yeah. and he and he f- saw the way to get in there. Yep. I saw a thing the other day who, um, I forgot who it was, but it was a senator, and he was talking, or like a former senator, and he was talking about Trump, and he's like, I believe that Trump will run in the next election, will be our next president. And I thought, can this really be possible? Yeah. Can that, I mean, like, is he really going to, to do that, you think? I think so. I mean, yes. Trump just had a rally yesterday. I know. What if he runs and loses? I think that would be the best thing well, for the country. <laughs> I mean, if he runs and loses, it was stolen. They won't let me be president. Right. You know, all that I, stuff. I think as, as soon as the, another candidate can convince people that Trump will lose, yeah. then well, I just I was which reading, I think would be Ron DeSantis. He's a more polished. You know, a lot of the, a lot of the policies are very in line with younger, Trump. Younger, yeah. But he doesn't bring all the baggage that Trump yeah. brings. They were, they did a poll that showed that a lot of the Republican candidates that go against Trump, DeSantis being one of them, poll very high with yeah. Republican voters and, because he's they're not Trump. And right. DeSantis already has is he's sitting on tons of yeah. fundraiser money. Like a lot of a lot of money's coming from out of state yeah. donors for. A potential run for president, not just a governor in the state of Florida. Like he's sitting like a hundred million dollars in yeah. campaign, you know, donations. We'll miss you, Ron. Well, I don't know. the day I go to Publix, everybody's got six shooters on their hips. Yeah. 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 I just can't wait till uh, DeSantis and Trump turn on each other. Oh, That'll be fun to watch. Oh, Listen, yeah. I don't care. Forget where the next president's going to be. That's going to be the next the, the next debate. Yeah. Because yeah. if you get just Trump going in there, because whoever is going against Trump is going to watch the Trump previous debates yeah and they are going to be like all right let's be prepared by the way i was thinking about this the other day the single greatest move in the history of debates is when trump brought in all the women that bill oh, yeah. was accused totally. of raping yeah. oh my god what a i mean that is just he just brought him in and let yep. him sit in the yeah. front row. didn't have to acknowledge him didn't have to do it yeah. hilarious dude shane hilarious. gillis talking about trump he goes because he goes i'm not into elections or anything like that and he goes but that uh, first debate where he was like, Rand Paul's a weirdo. He was like, what? We can say that? Because yeah. this is the greatest thing in the world. Did he say Jeb Bush had little hands? Yeah. yeah. Hands. Or maybe it was, Mark, maybe it was uh, Rubio. Ted Cruz. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, it was so... Yeah, one, of them, one of them, he was like, wife like a dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. oh, little Marco, you're so confused. I don't care who you voted for. You got to know that's the funniest thing yeah. that we've had on television in years. Yeah. Oh, man, I missed that. Is it uh, going to be... Oh, sorry, Gavin, go ahead. Wait, go ahead. I was just going to say, it's going to be interesting to see what the other world leaders do when our, during our next presidential election. Because if it's not Biden again, if it is going to be Trump, you mean Putin's going to freak out? Xi Jinping's going to freak out? Putin's dying. 
Did you uh, see that? I did see that. I don't yeah, believe some that. Some people think that. Uh, no, no. But they say he's got to go. He's got uh, cancer, and that he's got to go. Like it's really bad now. That's and why he's got to go for another treatment, and he's already got the guy. The next guys already know that he's got to take over if Putin goes in for treatment. Yeah, and but either that or was he poisoned? That's what I think. Cancer, or do they get to him? Kim Jong Un died three times, and I got no points by the way. Yeah, <laughs> still, apparently he's still there. there Listen, no Kim Jong Un died and came back about thirty yeah. pounds lighter and looked yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, All right. With a different wig. Uh, so, Daily Show host Trevor Noah ran the show Saturday night at the White House Correspondents' Dinner. Uh, here are a couple zingers he had for the uh, president. This is, I thought this was good, and I don't care who you like this comedy is comedy this is pretty there were some really good lines on all on all part even trevor noah had the good lines. here is uh, trevor noah i'll be honest if you didn't come i totally would have understood yeah yeah because these people have been so hard on you which i don't get i really don't you know i think ever since you've come into office things are really looking up you know gas is up rent is up food is up <laughs> everything president biden's lack of a filter does get him into hot water sometimes. You know, last month he caused a huge international incident saying that Vladimir Putin should be removed from power. It was very, very upsetting to Russia. Yeah, until someone explained to them that none of the stuff Biden wants actually gets done. Got him with the zinger. He, he had a couple of good ones. I was reading the transcript of it. It's it's uh, ballsy to do that right to his face. I don't care who who the president is. Uh, well, President Biden spoke at the uh, uh, White House uh, Correspondents' Dinner. He's the first one to do so since uh, 2020. Uh, he was the first commander-in-chief, actually, I'm sorry, to speak since 2016. Uh, here is Biden speaking at the uh, Correspondents' Dinner. Take a listen to this. Thank you, Steve, for that introduction. And a special thanks to the 42% of you actually applauded. (laughs) I'm really excited to be here tonight with the only group of Americans with a lower approval rating than I have. Is he having a stroke while he's talking? Doesn't it sound like he's drunk? Yeah, Yeah. that's how he always does. It's like Bon Jovi trying to sing. This is the first time the president attended this dinner in six years. It's understandable. We had a horrible plague. Followed by two years of COVID. Tonight, we come here to answer a very important question in everybody's mind. Why in hell are we still doing this? (laughs) (laughs) And folks, I'm not really here to roast the GOP. That's not my style. Besides, there's nothing I can say about the GOP that Kevin McCarthy hasn't already put on tape. (laughs) You know... At the same time, a lot of people say the Republican Party is too extreme, too divisive, too controlled by one person. But Republicans <laughs> seem to support one fellow, some guy named Brandon. <laughs> He's having a really good year, and I'm kind of happy for him. Uh, and then Biden's biggest uh, pop hit came from whenever he uh, started uh, taking digs on Fox News. Here's Biden. There's a lot of them. Yeah. I know there are questions about whether... We should gather here tonight because of COVID. Well, we're here to show the country that we're getting through this pandemic. Plus, everyone had to prove they were fully vaccinated and boosted. So if you're at home watching this and you're wondering how to do that, just contact your favorite Fox News reporter. They're all here, vaccinated and boosted, all of them. 
Joe got him. That was good, though. That was a good line. Ooh. I mean, you're sitting there and you're talking about how you don't need the vaccine and all that. And they're all sitting there right there, all yeah. vaccinated and boosted. Hey, well, listen, this is this is good. Uh, the sad part about it is none of that came from Joe Biden's mind. It no, all no, came from his no. mouth. No. So uh, don't get excited. He was just going to go up and do an hour about corn pop. Right. <laughs> so Trump did, away, Trump did away with that because he didn't want to get roasted. He didn't go He didn't go to it. Yeah. But it, it still happened. He just didn't go to it. And he said that uh, whoever was Seth Meyers or whoever was hosting is not Funny, yeah, not yeah. funny, not good. <laughs> but never when, good on Saturday Night Live. Never good on his show. Like uh, you know, typical Trump stuff. Uh, uh, Jordan Peele hosted it, and uh, um, or was it Keegan Key or one of one of those Peels or Keys uh, did it, and then uh, and Obama was president. That was a really good one. Yeah, because he did he does Obama, and they were doing dueling Obamas, and you know, uh, I I uh, know that a lot of people like to go to this thing. It's a big deal. Um, and I, somebody coined it on the internet this week as a nerd prom, and I thought that's the best I've ever heard. That's a, <laughs> I it's saw a nerd a, prom. Pete Davidson was there. Mm-hmm. Pete Davidson was there. Pete Davidson over the weekend, he did stand up in L.A. because he was there for the Netflix festival, and he is doing Kanye jokes now, which I think is kind of makes sense because he's got a. Everybody's looking at him. He got uh, Kim's name tattooed and her kids names tattooed well the initials uh, if i'm kanye i i have the i have a cut off of his body oh, don't yeah. put my goddamn kids initials on you if you've been around for three weeks it's weird i will have it cut off and i will i will have it burnt right burnt right off you he's nuts he's he is definitely nuts but i think it, i think he's embracing who he is now because now he's becoming more bold before he was oh, like he was living in his mom's basement, but now he's out with big sunglasses. On, I, I can't understand how she is attracted to him, but God bless him. I'm not mad at it. Somebody needs to get him a conservatorship, I think. <laughs> I, I, why? Everything's going perfect for him. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, Just because he gets dumb tattoos. He'll get dumb tattoos, and then he gets them covered up. That's mm-hmm. the thing, because he doesn't care. He's no, like, he doesn't. His body is just there. I mean, if when this relationship is over, where does he go from here? Another Which, hot chick. Yeah. I don't know, Gavin. Who's left? Oh, she there's always plenty oh, yeah. left. I think he falls in love too quick, and I don't think that he can. I don't think he could withstand another hot chick dumping him. Think he, of it though. He, think oh. of this guy who's in his mom's basement, who's a total nerd, and then all of a sudden, hot girls like him. He's like, "Oh my god, I'm in love with you!" Immediately. Yeah. Like, think about any of those girls if they came up to any nerd and was like, "Hey, we should totally bang." He's like, "Oh my god, I'm in love with you!" Immediately. I don't know. It's, it makes total sense. I don't know who's left, um, but she she may not even be of age yet. Whoever she <laughs> yeah. is, she may just be turning 18. Yeah. Olivia now. Rodrigo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. That's yeah. the next one. Damn it. Uh, My Pillow CEO, Mike Lindell. Pause. Waiting for it. Hello! There you go. Was, uh, <laughs> was resuspended from Twitter Sunday just hours after joining the platform. Yeah. Lindell was suspended again for breaking the platform's guidelines on ban evasion by making a new account. Uh, Twitter initially suspended Lindell, who, of course, was a big uh, President Donald Trump supporter, in January 2021 when the CEO said the 2020 presidential election was fraudulent. Lindell's actions went against the social media platform's civic civic integrity policy. Uh, the MyPillow founder's return comes after Tesla CEO Elon Musk brought, bought Twitter last week for $44 billion. Uh, when Lindell made his new account, he tweeted out in, <laughs> to inform everyone of his return, saying, quote, Hello, everybody. <laughs> I'm back. 
back on Twitter. Uh, he uh, Twitter has not announced if they plan to uh, ever unban Lindell again. That's so oh, funny. Boy. I don't. Uh, that guy's weird. Man. <laughs> oh, yeah. him and his stupid pillow. And yeah, what the geezer? Get my pillow. <laughs> Nobody. I don't know anybody that has a my pillow. Every once in a while, somebody will call up from the show and say that they have one that was okay or it stinks or whatever. But I don't know anybody in my personal life who owns a my pillow. But Re- remember, about eight years ago, everyone was like, "Look at this guy! He made a pillow, and good yeah. for him." He, you know, now he's a multimillionaire and doing his own commercials and stuff. And then it was like, "Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> this, this guy's nuts!" Well, I knew once he had the the chain hanging out of his shirt and all that. I was like, "Oh, this guy's nuts! <laughs> like he can't just be normal for a commercial. He got to have look at my big cross." <laughs> It's like almost the dumbest Spanish has changed. Oh. <laughs> Spanish, Spanish likes to go low on the buttons. Oh. Yeah. He likes to go low. Yeah, damn right. Whoa. Low, low, low. Yeah. I'm geezer. Whoa. Get this material. Geezer. Uh, Mike wanted me to rip that off on the, the, where the concert. I like, I dare to rip that chain right off. I would have fought you right there. I mean, you wouldn't have known, but oh, I, I would have known. Let me tell you real quick one of the things that I can't share with you, but you can go. The only place I was able to put it on is Facebook. If you go to Facebook.com slash the Mike Calter Show, you can see it. So, uh, you know, Mother's Day is Sunday. And we do cameos, and we don't really push it except for, like, the holidays. And Mother's Day is a good opportunity. If you want us to wish your mama happy Mother's Day, you can go to Cameo and find We're your guys. So they also have uh, an option for 24-hour turnaround. And uh, they this guy immediately said, 24 hours, turnaround. So while I had these guys drunk, I said, we need to do this cameo because uh, I don't want to miss the, the window. This guy wants it turned around. So it was for a lady named Patricia, and it was for Mother's Day. And hello, oh, and I went, um, hi, Patricia, this is Mike Calta from the Mike Calta Show, and I want to wish you a happy Mother's Day, and from your grandchildren and your husband, and blah, blah, blah. And I said, and now here's these drunk guys to wish you a happy Mother's Day. And I turned to Joe, and Joe goes, oh, my God, Patricia, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so- Happy birthday. And I go, no, Joe, it's Mother's Day. And he goes... It's your Mother's Day. Happy birthday to your mother! Oh my God, it's it's unbelievable. He could not grasp the fact that it was not this woman's birthday. And I looked at him. I go, Joey, it's Mother's Day, and he's like, it's today's Mother's Day. I go, no, no, this woman, Patricia. Happy birthday, Patricia. Oh, it's a, it's the best. It's the birthday of Mother's Day. Oh my God! If you want to go watch it, it's on our Facebook page. But also, if you want to get uh, the cameos in for your mother, uh, get them in now before the end of the week. And That's right. We'll, we'll do them. But yep. it's so that one to me is the best one that's ever. <laughs> Patricia, I'm so sorry. What are you sorry about, Joe? It's her birthday, and we didn't get her anything for her birthday. I'm like, we're doing this. For, oh, uh, let's great. do this real quick. The right. bonus. bonus. Yes. Honey, dope. This hour's bone bonus keyword is book. Text book to 70123 before 15 minutes past the top of the hour and, and go, go get, get your, your thousand, thousand bucks. bucks. Sponsored by Farah and Farah Personal Injury Attorneys, Tampa. FarahandFarah.com. All right. Uh, go get your thousand bucks. Text it to 70123 for your chance to win. And Galvin, why don't we take a break so we don't get too late? Sure. And we, uh, we'll play some quick commercials and we'll come back while you're uh, doing your little texting. And we'll have the rest of the news when we come back. It's the Mike Calta Show.